locked and loaded. The Industry 45 Show with host Shane Christopher Neal. Uh, Industry 45 podcast show, Giant FM, GiantFM.com. Uh, Shane Christopher Neal, your host here. Just a reminder, each and every Saturday night, it's the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We do each hour, each decade, then the 10 to midnight rockin' house party where I get smashed out of my fucking tree, drink lots of alcohol, and play lots of cool music. So you can join me live on 91.7. And uh, this is the Industry 45 podcast show, of course. And right from, I believe it's Montreal, it's Danny Rossi. How you doing? Good. How about you, buddy? Good. I'm gonna give you a round of applause, just because you haven't played a lot of live live gigs, right? So you need you need to get used to the applause. <laughs> Thank you. Should I, should I take a bow, even though nobody's here? Yes, absolutely. Why not? It's radio. You can do whatever the hell you want. Um, so interesting. You you're you're uh, of Italian ethnic, right? And and you live in Montreal, I believe. So. For, for sports perspective here, you're having a good year with Italy winning, you know, the Euro Cup and the Habs going to the, the finals in the NHL. Are you a fan of the, the Montreal Canadiens? Absolutely, man. I mean, you get the, I guess it's just, you know, mostly 75-25, but I mean, 75% of us in the city are huge Habs fans. And uh, I mean, they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs and, and they make it to the finals. You know, they didn't win. It sucks. But, you know, that was a win for us. I tell you that much. Well, somebody said that they were going to have a parade in Montreal, whether they won the cup or not. Did that ever happen? Because I don't think so. No, and thank God, because I don't <laughs> believe in like a runner-up parade, you know? Listen, you know, it's like a participation trophy. No, no, that doesn't exist in my world. Well, uh, congratulations. <laughs> I would have been, been ashamed. Yeah, well, congratulations <laughs> to the Canadians. Of course, in, in Italy, winning uh, the Euro Cup, I don't know that that was going to surprise anybody. But um, we're here to talk music, and I'm, I'm curious to know, before we get to your song and your band, um, Montreal as a music scene, I've been there a few times. I've interviewed a number of artists from Montreal. What what was the music scene like, let's say, pre-COVID? Was it was it pretty much rock and roll, the bars pretty steady with some some live music? Or what, what's, it, what's it like in Montreal, let's say, pre-COVID and hopefully post-COVID? Um, there's always places that do live music. <clears throat> Forgive me. Um, they've always been around. As for rock music and original music, not as much as you think. You know, you kind of have to either rent a place out or, you know, some places will do it on a Tuesday night because it's quiet. You know, uh, most people, when they go watch a rock band, they want to see cover songs, you know. It's, it's right. changed a lot. It's in, in, in the, the last 15, 20 years, it's just gotten more and more like that. And, you know, I mean, I understand it to some degree. For me, I'm like, give me more original music, you know. Give me good music. I want to discover something and like it before other people do, you know. Absolutely. And, and Danny, you're a singer uh, of the outliers, but you're a singer. Yeah. What were some or are some of your influences? What did you grow up listening to and maybe what you're listening to now? Um, I, I listen to a lot of stuff and it doesn't have to be rock music. Um, but I mean, as for becoming a singer, uh, I mean, um, I'll, I'll say it's Aerosmith. You know, I, I started getting into music playing bass when I was a kid because I, I discovered Motley Crue and I was totally obsessed. But but Aerosmith, my, my fellow Italian frontman, you know, uh, Steven Tyler, uh, that's what gave me the, uh, I was like, yeah, man, this is, uh, you know, this is really what I want to do. And I was much better at playing, at singing than playing bass. So, so that's, <laughs> it, it kind of worked out for me. You know, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. Those, those who can't do sing, don't they have you ever heard that? Well, I'm a drummer and I always say those who can't do play drums. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very, very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny you say about Aerosmith because. Um, I've seen Aerosmith a few times. In fact, right before COVID, uh, I was in Las Vegas and saw the residency at MGM. And I had passes to go to the show and, and was really cool. 
And Steven Tyler, although he's, what, 70, is still one of the greatest, most dynamic and engaging frontmen ever. And I saw him at Big Music Fest here in Ontario a few years back as well. And man, that band, I wish I would have gotten into them earlier because it wasn't until really Permanent Vacation and Pump and, and kind of that era of the radio hits, if you will. That's when I got to, to learn about them. But you go back to the older albums and, and that entire band and their catalog, just incredible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, I, I went, I didn't go to Vegas. I just drove a couple hours down to uh, to Massachusetts from Montreal. And I went to watch them there and it was a small 8,000, 7,000, 8,000 seat venue. And this guy's 70 something years old and he's still going. I'm like, wow, man. Okay. Yeah. He's not, I, I mean, I also saw them 20 years ago when I was a kid and no, it's not the same, but they're still amazing. It, it's, I, I can't believe uh, how great they all are. His voice. You figure like with the, the, all the drugs and drinking these guys were doing, man, but his voice not affected, man. Sounds amazing. Well, there, there were two singers um, that, that fit in that category for me, Sammy Hagar and, and Steven Tyler. Oh my God. Yeah. Just two, two of the best, yeah. but, but we're not here to talk about them. Let's talk about you and your music. And so outliers <laughs> is the right. band. Um, not sure how you spelt it, but anyway, the outliers is your band <laughs> and light we spelt me- it like a liar. <laughs> yes. And, and, uh, th- this song light me up and I, I couldn't believe when I, when I got sent this song and this riff, you know, I think it was just it, that right there. Like, come on. Like what, what is that? That is fucking amazing so tell me how you got involved with this band like was it a band that asked you to come and sing did you form this band but tell me a little bit about the band itself when i joined there was no name um my my buddy john the guitar player who wrote that riff now he had this riff lying around it, it, it's it's what i will month of july now so it's over a year he's had this riff and then buddy home um you know he just starts working on the song and elaborating on it and uh, he's like, I-, I like this. It's and it's not what John typically plays. John is. Uh, I love watching John play. We're buddies from college. I mean, we hadn't spoken in 15 years till it was time to do the song, and he messaged me. Okay, um, he uh, he's a more of a really blues guitar player, and he's amazing to watch. So this is a little bit different than what he's normally doing, but he liked it. There was something about it, so he sent it to Max. Max was in. Uh, in two very successful bands, uh, Pulse Ultra out of Montreal, and they went on to switch swap members and merge with. Uh, you remember that show, Rockstar, with Lucas Rossi? Uh, absolutely. And he's the, by the way, he, he's the drummer, right? And Max is the drummer. Uh, so John sends it to Max because you know we're all Italians from, from the neighborhood. You know, we all kind of know each other, and you know, I'm not know each other. So he sends it to Max, and he says, "What do you think?" And Max is like, "Yeah," he goes, "But I have some arrangement ideas. Can I do some?" And so John's like, well, sure, if you make it better, go for it, you know? So he, he comes up with some ideas, uh, records drums on it. They're like, okay, well, we need bass. And John in his head, he thought this was instrumental. Like this for him was just an instrumental track he was, he was recording with friends. Um, so they get, uh, John contacts his friend, J.E. He adds bass lines to it and like a groovy bass line, like, if the guitar riff didn't get you, the bass riff is going to get you. Oh, that bass song, player right? is killer. I'm watching. I'm actually <laughs> yeah. watching the video now, right? But what a yeah. bass player! Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, and he's going nuts, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm listening to the song the first time, and I'm going, what the hell, right? And um, so then, then they're like, okay, maybe we should see if somebody thinks of vocals. So John messages uh, a guy he was in a band with who played keyboards and 
Um, and he's also a singer. Uh, he's like, do you want to maybe try and add something? So he's younger than us. He's like, he didn't feel that old school bluesy rock vibe. And he's like, he goes, I, I don't see any melody or lyrics I can come up with. He goes, but you know, he goes, the style, he goes, maybe an organ. So John's like, you know, throw it in, see what happens. So he, so, so he puts the organ in and uh, we're like, okay. And then out of the blue one morning, John messages me and he's like, hey, dude, you still with your old band? I'm like, nah, dude, man, uh, it's just like, you know writing music by myself and you know if i don't find anybody i'm gonna go record a solo album i've I've been saying for like three years now i'm gonna go record a solo album and he's like well he goes i have this song if you like it he goes you know uh and you want to sing on it go for it write some lyrics and melody if not no hard feelings dude he goes it's a great catching up i and i listened to the song i said opening riff i i i I loved it i just fell in love instantly i was like okay this is really awesome this is a great groove get some pop melody in there, something catchy. And I said, give me three days, you know, two, three days, I'll get something for you. And, um, and within like two, three hours, I had the chorus going. It, it's and it's called, by the way, light me up, enjoy the ride. I mean, I know you know that, but I'm saying the person listening might not know that. Um, and Kevin Jardine, is that his name? The, did he produce it? Um, yeah, absolutely. I've been working with Kevin with my last band. I did my last three albums with him. Uh, Kevin Jardine is from a band called Slaves on Dope out of Montreal. They were signed to Sharon Osbourne's label at Divine Records back in the day. They played Ozfest and uh, and um, and Kevin is, he became a good friend from just hanging out and recording with him. I love working with this guy. Like he just he shoots it straight, you know. Like the first time I went and recorded, he goes, "Dude, these lyrics are shit." I'm like, "Excuse me, can I swear on the line?" I'm sorry, I didn't ask. No, that, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, he goes, you know, these are, these, these are no good. You got to work. I'm like, we, this, like, I, these, I, I dug deep to get the, these words out. Like, this is very personal. And he's like, no, no, find something. We got to find something better. Let's sit here and, and talk words. I'm like, oh, whoa, okay. You know? And, and it's, it's been a joke for over 10 years now. Like I, I put those, I put those lyrics in the liner notes. Thank you, Kevin, uh, for pushing me as a singer. And, uh, and I wrote the <laughs> lyrics. Like, I told you I was going to get these lyrics on the album, you know? <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I love working with him. John had never worked with him. Uh, Max neither, I don't think. Uh, but I mean, everybody just recorded. Basically, I went in to record my vocals with Kevin because I don't do makeshift home vocals, you know, unless we're testing stuff out. Uh, I recorded with Kevin and then, uh, and then John and I, we spoke, maybe we should get Kevin to, you know, mix and master because he was already kind of producing. He's like, okay, give me this. This are going to overdubs. John, okay. You want me to mix, send me more guitars. Give me a guitar layer here. Give me a guitar layer over the chorus. Uh, that bridge part, he goes, the first half, I want a solo. And John busts out a slide guitar. I'm like, I love this guy. That's nobody crazy. Plays slide, nobody plays slide guitar in anything anymore. And I loved it. <laughs> so this then was a product of, um, we'll say COVID, because it was not done live together. You guys all did your parts separately. Is that correct? And have you been in the same room with this band to play the song yet? No, we have not. <laughs> we have not. We are actually, even before the, we released the song, uh, mid-February, I believe it was. Yeah, mid-February. And, um, and even before the song was released, John and I were already sending riffs back and forth, like stuff I wrote and then stuff he wrote. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And, and we found a, a riff and then John kind of worked on that song and then sent it to Max. And then Max has got back to his production ideas and arrangements of switch this up, swap this, bring this back over here, you know, and uh, we're working really well together, except it's taking, it takes forever because 
you know, every time we want to make a change, it's like John's got to go back and re-record, you know, some stuff. So it takes a while, but we're almost done with song number two. Well, it's almost done. Then it comes to me and then it comes to lyrics and melody. Once it's complete, I'm like a little bit of a, I guess we'll call it the OCD in me. I need to have like a complete product to really co- be able to concentrate and work on something. Right. Now, because you obviously have a band name, we said The Outliers. Now, is this going to be an EP, an album? Um, you're releasing these singles one at a time, obviously. So what's kind of the game plan for the band? And is it something that you'll look to uh, play live, let's say, maybe in the fall or something, or, or maybe even early next year? We haven't put any restrictions on this. We're having fun. That's that's number one. We've all been so much crap in the past, like, uh, the, like the three of us, Max, John, and myself that we just want to have fun with music and write some cool songs that people can sing along to. EP, for me, on a personal, I don't believe in the EP unless you're 16 and you got your first demo with your band. You know, uh, I look at everything on a big scale. If Metallica and Aerosmith and Motley Crue don't release EPs, neither should anybody else who's already done an album. You know, uh, again, personal note. And for me, live, let's go. I'm there tomorrow. Let's write some more songs and get like a live show going. Uh, I'm not sure if everybody else is, but, uh, but so far, like we're all on the same page, you know, like, I mean, I don't just don't speak for other people, but everybody's like really into this and like having a lot of fun. And it's like, Oh, sorry guys, you know, this happened. I couldn't record the, the drums this weekend, or I couldn't get that guitar riff uh, finished. Sorry. Like it's, it's like, we're all very respectful and like, you know, apologetic if we can't get what we said we were going to get done, you know? Well, it, I mean, it's again, no, it's just no restrictions and, and we're just having fun. Well, that's, that's the main thing is you're having fun. You're writing songs you like, you're singing songs you like, hopefully you get out there and play. And I appreciate you doing this um, by audio. I know a lot of people do it by video and I do some by video, but I see it with my, my buddy, Patrick Calamari uh, by video and he's much better fucking looking than I am. And so I left, you know, <laughs> just leave the video to him. And I so respect Pat and what he does for independent music and all that. And I love listening to his podcast and I listen to the one that he did with you. Uh, well, I listened to it a couple of days ago anyway. So it's always good uh, to share content and, and people and everything else. So I do appreciate your time. Light me up. Enjoy the ride is the single. The outliers is the band. We'll play it for you right now. Industry 45 show.